fellow earth babies and welcome to post punk heartstrings and welcome to 2023 i'm jimmy james s butler did you miss me it's been a while since i've dropped an episode so hopefully a few of you have been checking back and have missed me and missed the craziness that i tried to bring to this podcast bringing us in today was beautiful hurt the orchestra version by chris taylor off of his album lovers thieves fools and pretenders What you were listening to was the double vinyl version that I procured from Chris Taylor's Bandcamp site. If you haven't checked out Chris's music, you should go check it out. Beautiful Hurt is currently my favorite, and there are two versions on the double vinyl release. You can check out the album version on Spotify or Bandcamp, and please support Chris. I apologize that it's been so long since I've dropped an episode. There's been a lot going on. I've been rolling a lot of ideas around in my head, and I've got a number of ideas for podcasts moving forward into this year. I wanted to take a minute and mention a couple of things. First of all, I want to thank everyone who has listened, especially those of you who have come back for more. I appreciate it so much. And since I started this podcast early last year in April, I've had many more listens than I anticipated. So I'm very thankful to everyone who has supported me. And for those of you who have reached out and given me feedback and encouragement, I appreciate that so much. The other thing I wanted to mention is that some of the upcoming episodes are probably going to be Talk Plus Music episodes on Spotify only. There's an option on Anchor FM, my podcast host, in conjunction with Spotify, where you can release podcasts that are Talk Plus play full tracks of music legally using Spotify licensing. 
So the upside is that I can release full tracks of licensed music. The downside is that these episodes will only feed to Spotify. They won't feed to any other platform. So I wanted to make mention of that in this episode because I plan for this episode to go to all the platforms. And I want to encourage everyone to check Spotify. If you don't have a Spotify account, you can sign up for one for free and listen to the episodes that are on Spotify. If you have a premium Spotify account, you will be able to listen to the podcasts easily and hear the full tracks of the songs that are incorporated into the episode. If you set up a free account on Spotify, you'll be able to listen to the episodes, but you'll get only a 30-second clip of the song rather than the whole song. I've kind of batted this back and forth. I really dislike not being able to put it out to all the platforms, but I really like being able to use full tracks of music without fear of being flagged and having to go back and remove music or change music or republish an episode. So that's kind of the decision I've made. I will try to give a heads up when I'm going to release an episode that's only going to go to Spotify. I apologize to those of you who dislike Spotify or don't want to use it. It's just what's going to work out best for what I want to do. And I want to bring you a lot of different formats of this podcast because that's just the way that my mind works. And there's a good chance that you're probably never going to know what to expect when I put out an episode. And that's the way I like it. So that's what I'm going to do. So that's a nice segue into this podcast episode because I wanted to go through and share some things about some of the bands and their music that I have found when I've been searching for music that is free to use. In a way, I'm kind of glad that I had to go beat the bushes to try to find music that was license-free. I really found some amazing music that I probably wouldn't have heard of if I hadn't have had to do that. So I wanted to take this episode to highlight a few of the bands that I came across and their music and promote them out of appreciation for providing music for the public that can be used. You know, I almost didn't start this podcast. I spent about a year and a half kicking this back and forth because when I got all my equipment and got all ready and started looking into using music on the podcast, which of course I want to do since it's a music-centered podcast, every single source says you can't even use any part of a song, whether it's two seconds, five seconds, 15 seconds, without getting the license permission from the creator. So I was kind of downhearted about this. I was like, what am I going to do? I want to critique and promote these different bands and their music, but if I can't play any of it, it makes a full talk episode with no music, and that's not really what I wanted to do. Maybe some of you prefer that. All talk, no clips. You can go find them yourself if you want to. I can just tell you where they're at, but I just think it creates so much more color for the podcast to be able to use song clips or full tracks of music. And I've been able to get permission from some of the artists I've done. And some of the podcasts that I've done, I've used clips, even though I didn't have permission. And just sort of, it was a roll of the dice whether I was going to get flagged or not by the podcast host that I use. I ended up getting flagged for one episode that I've done so far. And it was kind of bizarre. I'm not going to even say what it was for that I got flagged. But... It was really kind of interesting to me what I got flagged for and what I had to go back and remove. And a few of you probably heard the episode with the content that I had to go back and take out and replace. It was out there for about 48 hours. It wasn't that difficult of a process. My host just sent me an email and said, hey, we think you've used some licensed material. Please review this, you know, give evidence that you have permission or a license or, you know, remove it and replace it and republish your podcast. And they gave me, I believe, 48 hours to do that. 
So it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was kind of surprising to me. And it was a reminder that you can't just go and use anything that you want to, even if you're promoting the musicians and their work. So I know there's a lot of different opinions about what you should be able to do with artists' work. And I know there's a lot of people that take advantage of artists in their music. But my focus is to just promote those artists and bring more people to them and bring them to more people. So I wanted to highlight a few of the artists that I found and used in my previous episodes and talk about their music a little bit. So I've chosen three bands that I found while I was researching music that I could use license-free. And I'm going to talk about each of the bands a little bit. I'm going to talk about how I came across the music, and then I'm going to play one of their tracks. And then I'll talk a little bit about who is in the band and where they're from and some of the details of their music. And then I will play another track from the band. So that is my agenda for this episode. And so we're going to get started with the band called Paz Kluger. And I came across Paz Kluger because I was desperately trying to find some license-free music that I could use for intro and outro music for the podcast. And I wanted to have a song that I could use over and over again that I really felt captured the feeling that I wanted to feel. I wanted to come in strong with a very post-punk sound. And I came across this song called Locked by Paz Kluger, and it just blew me away, and I knew I had found what I was looking for. So I'm just going to throw you right into this track. If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard the very beginning of this song many, many times, and now you're going to hear the whole track.
So that was Locked by Paz Kluger. And after I heard that song and began to use it from my podcast intro, I started looking further into Paz Kluger's music. And I found out that Paz Kluger is a post-punk project that is out of the New York, New Jersey area. So it's pretty much a one-man project. And his name is Patrick Av. That's A-V is his last name. He began the project in 2009, and he has four or five releases. I think most of them are EPs. I believe the first one in 2009 was self-titled Paz Kluger and uh, was a full release, but the rest are four to six songs, I believe all of them are. And Locked is off of the first release in 2009, and... The music is described as alterna-gothic by Christian Kausil on Indie Charts. The sound of the band has been likened to bands such as Joy Division, The Mission, and bands of that type. It reminds me a lot of Starflyer 59. I think the vocals of Paz Kluger are a little more monotone. I'm not sure whether that's intentional or not. The vocals could be a little more developed But that could be an artistic choice, I'm not sure. But the music is very good on these releases and very creative. And there's a lot of use of different instruments that will harken back to the 80s post-punk and gothic-type feel. Some of the songs verge way more into the gothic style of music, like Mission UK or possibly Jesus and Mary Chain. And then there are some that are more synth-based, at least part of the songs. It seems like they don't stay consistent throughout the songs, which is kind of a good thing for me. So they remind me of Joy Division or some of the groups like that. So overall, I really like this band. I think a lot of the music is sort of undercooked, it seems, but I don't want that to come across as a huge criticism because I really did enjoy going through and listening to every single track from this band. And I think I'll probably revisit some and begin to like them more and more the more I listen to them. So I wanted to play one more track, and their most recent release, I say they, It's like I said, it's basically one guy, but I will say the most recent release is called Fairy Tales, and it came out in 2021. It is a four-song EP, Available on Spotify, it's also on Bandcamp for a mere $4. And the title track, Fairy Tales, was written by David Hibinski. And I couldn't find a lot of information on David Hibinski. I assume he must be partnering with Patrick Av. So it says, all song lyrics by Patrick Av, except for Fairy Tales and The Last Day I Lived by David Hibinski. So I take that to mean that the lyrics are all by Patrick Av, except for Fairy Tales and The Last Day, and that Patrick Ab did the music for all of the songs. And so this is the second song that I wanted to share with you from Paz Kluger. Fairy Tales, off of their 2021 Fairy Tales album.
So that was Fairy Tales by Paz Kluger. The band's lyrics are very goth and very pessimistic. I think this song, Fairy Tales, is one of the least pessimistic songs. And in this song, we have the lyrics, We wish for fairy tales. We wish for fairy tales. We wish for fairy tales, but this one won't end well. So that's about as bright as it gets in Paz Kluger songs. And so that is what you're going to get if you seek this out. But I still encourage you to look into Paz Kluger, especially on Bandcamp, because you can support their music there and purchase some for a very small amount. But it helps them and it goes straight to them. So anyway, I want you to check them out. And that moves us along to the next band I wanted to discuss. And it is called Fears. I'm going to call it Fears IRL. So Fears in Real Life, because that's what the band name title that I found when I was first looking for this band. I have since seen the band called Fears. And this again is one person, but I will get into that after I play the first track that I want to play. I found this music as I was looking for music to use for one of my early episodes called Loves and Fears. I have long thought that loves and fears are a huge part of all of our lives. We always seem to be focused on one or the other, or maybe a little bit of both at the same time. We're pushing one back while the other takes forefront, and then they kind of switch places. So I think it's important to share our loves and fears with those who are closest to us, who we trust, and we can kind of get commonality out of that. So I was looking for music to use on the episode that my friend Jamie and I did where we talked about loves and fears. And I came across this band as I was searching for fears. And I just love this album so much. It's off of an album that is an Irish word that means night. And it's pronounced here. And I think I said it pretty well that time. But it's just a beautiful album. And I wanted to start with a track off of this album. And for the first track... I wanted to play a song called Days. It's the third track off of Ehia by Fears in Real Life. Yeah. 
The band Fears is basically a London-based Irish artist and musician, and her name is Constance Keane. And the songs on this album are thematically tied together and were written from her experiences of trauma. And so it's such such a deep, strong album that pulls you in and you feel along with her as she sings and the words that she's singing. And I just think it's beautiful. The second track that I wanted to play from the album is the first track on it, and it's called H underscore always. And I think if you listen to the lyrics, it'll be very clear that this was written from the perspective of being in a mental facility, undergoing some treatment for recovery from a mental episode. And I think it's just so beautifully transparent to write about this and to write about all of the rest of the subject matter that is on this album. And I think it's very brave and it's really what I identify with and relate to when people can do this. So here is H always.
Wow, wasn't that amazing? That was Fears. Both of those tracks were from Fears' debut album and only album so far that was released in 2021, Ihe, and it's spelled O-I-C-H-E. I just can't get enough of that album. I'm hoping to do an actual episode on Fears, and with any luck, I will reach out and get Constance Keen to come on and talk to me about the album a little bit, and we can kind of explore it a little bit, and I can get some questions answered because I just love what is behind it. I don't want to say too much about the album right now. You can go check it out. It is on Bandcamp and I suggest that you support her. I'm getting ready to order a copy of the vinyl of this album on Amazon. I went to Bandcamp and it was sold out. They have it listed on Amazon for sale. So I'm going to see if I can get a copy of it because I want to support all of these artists. So that brings us to last but not least, another band I came across when I was looking for music for my loves and fears episodes and i found a song called love 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 by a band called glass candy and this is really going to be a fun ride for these last two tracks that i'm going to share on this episode from glass candy because glass candy started as this sort of no wave glam rock art punk group and then kind of switched over to this italio disco synth pop type sound and it's drastically different from the beginning of their career than moving on after really kind of the first one or two albums that they released. So the song Love, Love, Love is off of their debut album called Love, Love, Love. And it was released in 2001. And you're going to get to hear Ida No, the lead singer, making some banshee-like noises. She's sort of a hopped-up Debbie Harry mixed with I don't know what else. <laughs> but I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, you've heard a little piece of it if you've listened to the previous episodes, but here is Love, Love, Love by Glass Candy. Don't come round too regular here. Hey, are you just a headache? And I don't want to feel no more. That old black ratchet is so outdated. Hey, I'm not to the rail. Do not prepare. Do not be dead. Hang out to shackles. Run in 
Yowza. Wow. How about that one? Wow. I just love that. And I love the energy and the crunchy guitars and the banshee screaming and the abrupt end to that one. I just love it all. But let me tell you a little bit about Glass Candy. Glass Candy is a duo from Portland, Oregon, formed in 1996 with vocalist Ida No and producer and multi-instrumentalist Johnny Jewell. And as I said, they started out as this no-wave, glam rock, sort of punky, crunchy guitar band with wailing lyrics. And then they kind of moved over to sort of a synthy, sequencer-filled, disco-type dance music. And it was like a really interesting switch for them. So I think I said that their debut album, Love, 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 was released in 2001, but it was actually recorded in 2001 and that it was released in 2003. So I wanted to play one more song off their debut album for the second track that I'm going to play, but then I'm going to follow up with a third track to sort of take the episode out after I do a little more yakking at you. And it's going to be one of the later tracks that's more synthy, sequencer-filled, and I'll kind of talk about it a little bit before I throw it at you, but I wanted you to get an idea of how the sound changed. They used a lot of their later works in some films and videos and runway shows. Uh, some of their various songs were used in those things. And I'm going to play you one that was featured prominently in a movie. So I'll talk a little bit about that before I play it. But for now, I'm ready to make your head hurt with Crystal Migraine. So does it get any more post-punky goth than that? I don't think so. I really do not think so. Wow. So as I said, I'm going to end this episode with a little piece of digital Versicolor, which is much more recent in Glass Candy's body of work. 
But first, I wanted to talk a little bit more about some upcoming episodes. I am currently working on the background for an episodes on the replacements. It's probably not what you would expect for an episode on the replacements, so I'm just going to throw that out there, but I am doing some background sort of research on that and trying to get that ready. Haven't done any recording of content whatsoever, but have a lot of plans for that and post-it notes, and I've been researching that. What I will probably have to put out a little bit sooner, I hope, is an episode on Sam Phillips, who was also known as Leslie Phillips in her early days in the Christian music market, and she crossed over. She left that, and I don't even want to use the term crossed over. She left that behind and started using her childhood nickname, Sam. And so now she's Sam Phillips, not the famous Sam Phillips that was associated with Elvis. This is a different Sam Phillips, and you may think that you've never heard her music, but I think you are probably wrong. And we will talk about why in the episode. But I'm going to be doing that episode with Mark Feldbush, who is one of the constant supporters of my podcast. I met him as a listener to the podcast, and he has offered me encouragement and feedback. And I asked him if he wanted to do an episode with me and to be thinking about who he would like to do that episode on. And he came back with Sam Phillips, three of her albums in particular. So I won't throw out what those are yet. I'll leave a little bit of suspense there. But they're sort of a three transition albums. And I was very happy with that choice because I was going to do one of the shows on Sam Phillips anyway. So those of you who know who Sam Phillips is, you have that to look forward to. And I think probably even those of you who don't think you know who she is or haven't heard her music, I think that it will be a very good episode. And I'm looking forward to having a co-host on with me who also loves the music of Sam Phillips and has a history of listening to her music. So really looking forward to that. I've got a whole bunch of other episodes of varied themes. So I'm hoping to try to start getting stuff out a little more often. It's really difficult. I refuse to let the podcast get in the way of more important things in life. And there are so many more important things than doing a podcast. But it is important to me. It's one of the important things. But when it comes down to the people in my life and giving to them, I'm going to push the podcast aside if I feel like I need to be putting my energy into the people in my life or other things that are good for my mental health. So there's that. Man, I've got so many other ideas coming down the pike. I am going to do a follow-up to my What is Post-Punk and where I talked about the first post-punk albums one of my listeners asked me to do a little bit more follow-up on that. So I'm going to try to do that. I'm hoping to do an episode on The Call also coming up. That is a big one for me. I'm not sure how that's all going to play out. I may have a co-host for that one. I'm hoping to. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, what format I'm going to use, what subject I'm going to cover, because there's just so much about The Call that I could say and I could spend a lot of time on it. So I'm going to try to do my best to come up with something really good for that one. So those are some of the things that we can look forward to. <laughs> I hope you look forward to it and I hope you'll keep coming back and I'm going to try to keep it interesting and playful and creative and something that you'll want to tune in just to see what's happening with this podcast and, you know, give me that creative outlet that I enjoy. Don't forget to check out the music of Paz Kluger, Fears, and Glass Candy. You can find Paz Kluger and Glass Candy on Bandcamp, and I think you really should go there 
and procure some of their music and you can buy it there so you can really support the artist directly on Bandcamp. So I highly recommend that you do that if you like what you've heard on this podcast. Please check it out. The rest of the stuff is awesome from both Fears and Paz Kluger. You can also find their tracks on YouTube and Spotify so you can find them there as well if you want to do it that way. But I, I love really supporting the bands so I really would recommend Bandcamp. The music of Glass Candy is on Spotify, but the particular tracks that I played, I don't believe are. I don't believe that album is on Spotify. You can find it on YouTube. I don't believe they're on Bandcamp, so you can't go there and support them. But you can find it if you go search for Glass Candy, Love, Love, Love. That's the name of the album. And you should be able to find both Love, Love, Love and Crystal Migraine along with the rest of that album. So as I said, I am going to wrap up this podcast by playing Digital Versicolor by Glass Candy. And this is a much more electronic, digital sequencer, synthesizer type track. And it was featured in the 2008 film Bronson, which I haven't seen. And so I guess I'm now I'm going to have to go and check it out. I believe this track was featured in a couple scenes in the movie. And it was also the prominent track that was played over the credits at the end. And it's just really got an awesome feel to it. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being patient. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. Please keep coming back. I'm really thankful for each and every one of you, and I wish you peace, love, and mercy. Here's a little section of Digital Versicolor. Shines